I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chase Kitty, he does the Lion's Edge podcast. It's my second favorite podcast next to, of course, the BetMGM Tonight podcast and the BetMGM MLB podcast as well, which is powered by BetQL. He joins us on the Roman guest line. Chase, you're the official spokesperson of Roman. Has anybody told you that yet? Uh, yeah, I caught that live. I thought that was an interesting <laughs> development. I'll be sure to call my parents and tell them right away. They'll be proud, right? Yeah. Well, Hey, as long as the cash is, like, the check's cash. <laughs> they'll, they'll, pro- they'll probably just be like, well, yeah, you took Latin for six years. Wasn't that what you were preparing for? And have no idea what we're talking about. So, Chase, before we get into Major League Baseball, which is why you're here tonight, I have to ask you quickly, have you played any college football win totals or futures yet? Because I know that's your thing. And I added a couple last night. My favorite one, Georgia Tech under four and a half wins. And I love Wake Forest this year, over eight and a half, even though they play no defense. They bring everybody back offensively. They're going to score 40 a game, man. I definitely like your Wake Forest play. I have played NC State's over Same. Uh, as well, which I, I'm a little concerned there that I'm taking too many wins right in the middle of the ACC, but, uh, you know, that's a problem for later. I'm thinking about playing West Virginia's. That's kind of a uh, self-involved pick because I'm from West Virginia. I'm a Mountaineers fan. But it, it just feels like they're going to get JT Daniels. They move some pieces in and out. They're transfer portal in Morgantown was crazy this year. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking about that just because I feel like they're undervalued. The upgrade from Daigie to JT Daniels, it's nuts. People will tell you not to play season win totals on your own team. I say if you can be objective about it, knock yourself out. You know your team better than anybody else does as long as you're sort of dispassionate about it. So I'm thinking about that one, and then I probably won't play it. But I am curious to see if and where – Sportsbook set JMU's win total. Uh, I'm a JMU alum. It's their first uh, first season in FBS, and I just go I'm morbidly curious about what the market is. You seem too smart, Chase, to have gone to JMU. Whoa, what Whoa. is that supposed to mean? I have family that goes to JMU. T. Crick. Listen, JMU it's a great, has, it's a great school. has a reputation for being a party school. Oh, it can be both. Come on, hey, you can hey, you can be good at two things at once. Tristan. It's no that is that is absolute. Look at fact. Otani. That's look at Otani. <laughs> That's a perfect Him and JMU example. walk into a bar. Yeah, we're, 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 uh, JMU is the Shohei Otani of uh, college. There you go. <laughs> That's right a great first. marketing, uh, a marketing strategy there. I'm curious, Chase. I will email the president tomorrow and tell him. Nice. I, I'm curious, as an analytical guy that you are, uh, what is your philosophy in embedding MLB props? Um. All right. So, I mean, knock yourself out if you're good at it. I've, I've never, I mean, I'm good at it. I'm not great at it. I know people that are really, really good at it. You guys have people on the show that are really good at it. I like to pick my spots and be conservative. I've got one prop I'm betting today. It's the only one I'm even going to think about. So, I mean, I, I just, I just keep it small. I go Mel Gibson. It's aim small, miss small. 
And uh, I don't have to ever worry about, you know, losing too much more than a quarter of a unit and, you know, keep it small and don't go too crazy. Chase, excuse my two rude co-hosts. We have you on a live sports betting <laughs> show and they didn't even ask you what plays you're on tonight because we're here for another couple hours and we need something to tell. Any plays that you have in the majors tonight? Well, I'm, I'm actually head-to-head with you, Quentin, on this Nats-Phillies game. So uh, enjoy your lead for now, but we've all seen what the Phillies bullpen can do. I'm still very confident that the Nats can come back and win that one. Uh, I am I, – I, sign me up for the White Sox game you guys were talking about before the, uh, the last break. Uh, one of the things that I've really gotten into this year is betting road team run lines, especially if they're dog run lines. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I have bet on a run line in the past and they're winning, but they're the home team and you get to that bottom of the ninth and you need that insurance run to cover the run line and they don't play the half frame and you're just stuck there with the win, but the loss and the bet. So one of the things I've thought about leveraging is just the natural advantages for a road team guaranteed to play the full nine innings. I like the White Sox for all the reasons you guys talked about. They're going against the lefty. It's that lineup against the lefty that's been, you know, money in the bank for two or three years now. Uh, I I like that there's sharp money all day that has moved the White Sox. It's like 75% of the tickets are on the Astros, but the line is moving towards Chicago. So pretty clear signal there. Uh, But but I like the idea that you could come in and get the White Sox on the run line at like plus 225. And then you can also sit there and hold the money line ticket if you get burned in a one-run game, you're still net profit because of how the math works out. You can't necessarily say the same when you're betting on a run-line favorite. So uh, that's that's what I'm looking at. Uh, I mentioned the Nats. I'm playing a prop in the Padres-Rockies game. I know the Padres uh, – apologies, Ryan. I know the Padres just rocked Chicago in a four-game series uh, over the course of the last week. Yeah. I was Cubs digging suck. into the numbers. It, they, they're not great. <laughs> I, I was digging into the numbers on the, on, the, on the Padres and everything. Manny Machado gets all the praise because he's an A-list Major League Baseball star. I have no issue with that. But I, I, there's often interesting market inefficiencies when you look at guys that aren't necessarily brand names like Machado is but still put up really good numbers. And when you look at what Jake Cronenworth does, batting in that two-hole for the Padres lineup, he is just three RBIs behind Manny for the team lead this year, but they're priced completely differently in the prop market. So I actually have a, a prop play tonight on Cronenworth RBI plus 120. Machado, if you look at his price, is like minus 135. So it's kind of great value relative to you know the fact that they're close together, but the prices aren't. Uh, and then you're looking at a game that has a total of 12. So we are expecting a decent degree of offense there. I like Cronenworth to get on the board there with an RBI. Uh, one other one that I'm, I'm looking at, haven't pulled the trigger yet, but Minnesota's playing the Diamondbacks in Arizona. That's another one with reverse line movement. You would think a team with a record as good as the Twins that's playing as well as the Twins are, playing a sub-500 team like Arizona. Even on the road, you'd think they'd be a little better than minus 140, but that's where they opened up. It's down to minus 130, despite the fact that 90% of the tickets are on the Twins. So another case of reverse line movement. I'm looking at uh, the Diamondbacks plus 110. And I'm uh, just like I mentioned earlier, I'm looking at a, a run line play on the dog there, plus 200 for Arizona. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Chase, looking at the AL Central and then the NL Central, I think those markets are still very bettable as far as the futures market because you have the Twins and the AL at plus 110, and you're getting the White Sox, who opened up the season minus 200, minus 195, or minus 185 to win the AL. They're now plus money, plus 125. And then in the NL Central, you could get the Cardinals now minus 105. They were just plus 175. Anything that you would do, you know, with with um, the Brewers struggling right now and how slow the White Sox have started, but how talented they are and the way that their schedule looks the second half of the season, they should be beating up on teams. Uh, the AL Central is really interesting just because of how crowded the market is. And we kind of, uh, you, you mentioned the podcast at the top, the Lion's Edge is the podcast I do for, for BetMGM with Andrew Dowdy. We kind of pegged, even before the season started, that the AL Central was going to be a total mess People were making cases for the Tigers. People were making a case for the Twins. The White Sox were the favorite. You even had people saying, hey, don't sleep on Cleveland. We feel like they could jump up in there. And that's actually panned out better than a lot of the Detroit people thought. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, it's been a really interesting market. And the, the best thing I figured out early on was just with this much noise, play the Royals under and don't try to figure out who's going to win that division. And so I'm, hold, I'm sitting here holding the Royals under ticket. That feels like a, you know, you don't want to say anything's a lock in June in Major League Baseball, but it feels like that's kind of a lock at this point. And I don't think I'm going to get involved elsewhere. Uh, the NL Central is more interesting. I hear you on the Cardinals. I'm just, I'm looking at this roster, and it feels like a roster that's not going to survive August and September. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just they're, mm-hmm. they're older. They're built for a sprint. I don't know if they're built for a marathon. I could be totally wrong. I will eat the words and, and, and you know, apologize later if I'm wrong. But that's just my read on it. It feels like they're older. They're going to be good for three months, not six months. And I'm actually targeting the Cardinals as like a fade target as we get later into the summer. Because I think we're going to get into the dog days and they're just going to start to lose those close games. Chase, uh, I'm looking for this here on the BetMGM app. But for some reason, I cannot find the prices for Cy Young. Uh, Do you have any thoughts? It's obviously still early. The last time I saw it, I want to say a couple of Yankees and Mets were at the top of that thing. Uh, we've got Nestor Cortez around there, Verlander, um, Edwin Diaz is in there. So do you have any thoughts just in terms of pricing? I know that Ryan loves Hader, uh, Josh Hader. He was, what, 66 to 1 when you took him, Ryan? Uh, yeah, 75 to 1. Then he was all the way to down to 35 to 1, 25 to 1, but now. But then he blew a save, Chase, so that's dead, I feel. I needed him to go, like, perfect all season long and do something, like, that we've never seen. Because the last closer, what was that? Who won it? It was 2002. Uh, Eric Gagne won it in 2002, and he was like perfect the entire season, I believe, right? Something uh, like that. I could not tell you anything yeah, so, about 2002 I, it, stats. He, he, <laughs> he, he was, though. He was. He was. But that sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I bought a Cortez ticket about a month ago. I didn't get in at the bottom of the market, but I did get a pretty decent number. I don't have it in front of me. 
but it, it feels like now that like the Wall Street Journal did a big profile on him, and now I, I kind of feel like the market has started to, to top out a little bit. So I don't know if the value is still there to go after him. It does feel a little bit like uh, like uh, I, I'm, I'm going to blank on the name because I'm just not good at names and recall off the top of my head. But the the Mets guy who was R.A. Dickey, who, who just yeah. had a crazy one-off season, was it 10, eight years ago? He's just throwing knuckle curves all over the place. Yep. It, that feels a little bit like what Nestor Cortez is doing right now, where he's this journeyman pitcher that, it, it, you know, he, he finishes the season – I thought nicely last season mm-hmm. and then comes into this year and has posted really good records. I, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be able to maintain it through the whole season. It's a long season. It's a gauntlet. And it, it just feels like there's not a lot of like total out of nowhere journeyman Cy Young, but I bought the ticket anyway, because he's pitching really well. And it seemed like the signals were there. I, I don't know that I feel great about it or any other prospect at this point, but I also don't bet a ton of Cy Young markets. So it's it's just kind of is what it is. I I saw the lane, I took it, and you know I'm gonna hope for the best. Nice, Chase. We got about thirty seconds. Anything else that you like this weekend that you're looking forward to betting? So happy you asked. Uh, people like our podcast because we're just all over the place and we dig winners out of nowhere. And with that in mind, I take you to WTA Birmingham, where Beatrice Hachid Maya is plus one ninety tomorrow morning against Simona Halep. It's a little grass tournament in England. It's like a Wimbledon warm up. I think this number is out of control. I don't know why she's plus 190. So Maya, Beatrice Haddad, Maya, plus 190. I would go ahead and take that. I think she wins easily. If you want to hedge a little bit, you can look for the game spreads or anything. But I crushed tennis, and this just jumped way out at me. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. I'm a big tennis guy myself. We'll connect. I'll play it right now.